Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this guy here, I can't say enough good things about him. He's been a friend, a mentor, a brother to me, somebody I've looked up to, a barometer as far as acting is going. Um, I've learned so much from him and I'm still learning from him, man. And outside of and being off the set, you know, we always have good times together, laugh, joke. Um, really good guy, man. I, I like I said, I can't say enough good things about him. I guess the best thing I could say about him is the one thing that everybody knows about him, and it's the fact that quality work is his calling card. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my good friend, the one, the only, Greenleafs, Troy Bland. How's it going, brother? Hey, man. It's so good to see you, man. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, man. Um, it's, uh, thank you. For, thank you so much, man. I'm honored to be a part of the show, man. And you're doing great things, too, man. Thank you for the introduction, man. <laughs> hey, thank you, man. It's, it, when I did this, I knew if I didn't have anybody else on this show, I was going to have you on the show. That was that was a must. That definitely had to happen, man. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Story about me and Troy. Me and Troy actually met through a mutual friend. Uh, my foe in the ring, tag team partner, and pretty good friend, Hassan Wicker. A lot of people know him as Marvelous Marco or Marco Wicker in the uh, Georgia independent wrestling scene. Uh, through Facebook, me and Troy actually yeah. met, sat down, and talked to yeah. each other at Applebee's. And up to that point, I was just a uh, an extras actor. I had done several projects as an extras actor and had been looking for an opportunity to do work that involved me actually speaking. And mm -hmm. so Troy, you know, an actor, you know, who, who earned everything he has in the business was somebody who took the time to sit me down, give me some links, give me a good talking to what I should expect, how to conduct myself and all that kind of stuff. And I learned a whole lot from him. So that's my story as far as the initially meeting Troy Bland. Yeah. But Troy, um, you are not originally from Georgia like myself. Um, tell us a, lot, a little bit about your origin and where you're from. Uh, well, yeah, I'm from New York, I'm from Queens, New York, St. Albans, Queens, or Hollis, as, as everyone would know it by. Um, I, uh, I've been... Uh, uh, I've been dreaming about being an actor since I was 12 years old. And I tell the story all the time because I think it is very important to know what, when you started dreaming and, 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 uh, and what did you do about it? Well, uh, I was always a fanatic about Broadway. And uh, since I was 12 years old and uh, uh, I took up jazz dancing in, in, in high school and all, uh, but uh, one of my famous, one of the famous icons that I looked up to was Ben Vereen. And he was known as uh, he, his first, I should say, his, the first play or the first uh, uh, production that I knew about that he was in was Pippin. And, and I just, I never saw the show, but I saw clips of it and everything. And I said, man, this man's phenomenal. So then fast forward, I saw him on Ch uh, starring as Chicken George on Roots. And, and I said, man, I'd love to get into acting, man. And I, and I started watching TV a lot. I mean, I did watch TV, but there were certain shows I loved. And I said, I can see myself there. Um, so one thing that had happened at the age of 15, um, The Wiz came out, uh, New York City's show, The Wiz. Of, in right, right. Yeah, man. And I was, I was really, really engaged in that. And I did see that play. But I took it and put, made my own production. <laughs> 
in my on my block. You know how we get together, you know, kids as kids, we do things, we have fun and everything. But this right. uh, me and another friend got together and they said, let's do our version of the Wiz. So what we did, man, we constructed everything. I mean, we got the, the neighborhood kids to be uh to be casted. We had little auditions, uh, we did the costumes, I did the choreography, we look, we even took the, the, the record of the Wiz, man. We played it, you know, we sung to it. That's how we did it, old school. And we did a production. <clears throat> school at St. Pascal's uh St. Pascal's High School, St. Pascal School. And we did it and we had a great time. So that was the the pivot of my career of like, wow, I really like doing this. So um it's even on my resume. That was my very first play I did. I directed, I choreographed, I choreographed choreographed. <laughs> you know, and I also started it. I was the tin man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to this day, I always reflect on that. And I always remember where I first started. And I give props to St. Albans, Queens, and my block, 205th Street. About that, man. So after that, uh, I went to college. Long story short, I went to college and I studied theater at uh, City College of New York in Harlem. And I studied for two years at Aaron Davis Hall. Uh, of a seminar, and I loved it, man. I learned a whole lot, and um, it, it's just—it's like I said to anybody today: when you have a dream, start focusing on it and start acting on it. Start acting on it. And don't be afraid. There's challenges. You're going to have some pitfalls. You're going to have some uh, 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 interruptions. But what you need to do is dream big. Dream big, dream big, like the shirt says, dream big. That's what I'm talking about. Um, and that's that's an awesome story, a really awesome story. And coming from somebody who was born in a neighboring state, New Jersey, you know, mm-hmm. I could definitely appreciate that. You know, shout out to Hollis Queens, shout yeah. out to Run DMC. Yeah. You know, yeah. when we talk about Queens, I'm I'm a hip hop head, so I gotta talk about Queens. We start talking yeah, about we Queens, we talk about yeah. we talk about Hollis Queens, we talk about Run DMC, we talk about LL, we talk yeah. about Nas, I'm a huge Nas fan. We talk about Mob Deep, you know. We talk about, like I said, Run DMC. So it's a lot of Queens Bridge and Queens and Hollis people, you know, doing their thing. So shout out to Queens, man. Shout out to Queens. Got to love Queens, no doubt. Shout out to Queens. All right, now let me just say this: uh, uh, when I was in uh, uh, City College, I never worked with, I never uh, met an actor, a real true actor. Was, that did something on TV or stage in person. But I happened to have uh, a gentleman that was in my class that was actually in the movie The Warriors. Do you remember The Warriors? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Coney Island scene with the gang and all that stuff. Well, this guy named Brian Kelly. <laughs> Brian okay. Kelly. Yeah, he was in my class. That was a tall guy with the afro and he did the martial arts in, in, in the subway yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, he was nice. in my class. And, uh, man, and, I, and I said, Wow, you was in the what? Yeah, so he and I became good friends, and he talked me his experience, and we had an open set, open uh, t- discussion about being an actor. So he helped me with that. He helped me with that. So shout out to Brian Kelly. I haven't seen him since, man. That was back in what nineteen eighty one. Wow, wow, that's awesome, man. That's it's cool, man. It's cool how uh, people's uh, paths cross. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's that's really cool. So uh yeah that's that's awesome. Now um after meeting you you suggested that uh I uh audition for 
a role in a short film by a good friend of ours, uh, C. Nathaniel Brown, who we call Chuck. Yes. yes. And um, that film was 55 seconds. Now, it was so cool because even today, like that was my first opportunity to do that. And I, I try to stay in touch with a lot of those people that were on that film. Um, Anthony Neves, Rashida Randall, uh, TJ Jackson, uh, man, Sandy Luxima, uh, um, Kamiko Farrar, everybody. And you, sir, had probably the most awesome role in that entire movie as King Willie. That's right, King Willie. Tell us about your role as King Willie in 55 seconds. Well, first of all, let me just tell you this. You you know I'm a networker, and Mm -hmm. I love to see other people uh, be successful or help them along the way in this journey, and you were one of them. And uh, it was my pleasure to introduce you to Chuck and to, to Bobby Peoples and all the different ones, you know, that, that, that helped you in, in this industry. Absolutely. But, uh, 55 Seconds was an awesome, awesome film. Funny, yeah. dramatic. And that's why I, I loved it, man. And, and your, your part in it, too. Um, I played the role of King Willie, mm-hmm. which, uh, yeah, I was a speed dating host. And it was kind of, kind of special. <laughs> but he, but he had this crown. He, he dressed to the T. And and what he did was, uh, uh one night the, the, the these young ladies came in, uh, in the story came in to find a man. And you know, so here I am as a speed dating speed dating host. I explained the rules to them. But I, my introduction when I came out, I was kind of off the top <laughs> and really yeah. excited everything and uh so what my job was to match uh to have have that young lady or that young man to find his dream his 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 his, uh his person his date and uh it was fun it was fun and you were one of the contestants absolutely absolutely that was that was so much fun it was a cool experience um you know it's it's you, you learn so much just from the initial experience it's not just about learning lines and everything is also about like set decorum and set etiquette and just, you know, really networking. Even then with people, when we had our downtime and when we were trying to, you know, do everything with the camera work and all that kind of stuff. Right. Now you, you also, I I watched um, one movie that I definitely like watching since you, since we brought up Bobby and Renee people, shout out to Bobby and Renee in Las Vegas doing their thing. No doubt. Absolutely. Shout out to Bobby and Renee. Um, just um, got a chance to look again at the last assignment. Oh, man. the last assignment was a pretty cool movie. Now, like, I mean that that movie was pretty awesome. Um, to be somebody like like you, you aren't a arrogant guy. You aren't a guy who's full of yourself for anything. But your character was. Are are those roles that are polar opposites of who you actually are? Are they the easiest to play or the hardest? Uh, well, let me tell you something. Well, that's that that's the work of an actor. You have to use different methods. Uh, you have to do your homework and study that type of character because you got to bring yourself. And what I mean is, I I got I'm still Troy, but I played Omar Steele, who was that type of man. He was uh, he was a politician. Um, but he didn't. He didn't really please his wife, 
And but then again, I was arrogant to the fact that uh, I was a workaholic, and I, I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. And so with that too, you have to work on that character to bring it out. Uh, yes, yes, some of the some of the characters is not me, but in order, in order, that's for any actor. You know, to say that's not that's really not me. But you try to uh, prove to the audience that you can play a role that is opposite of you and do it well and believable. Right. Absolutely. Um, is, is, and just to kind of piggyback off that in a, another role that you played that involved, uh, I guess, marital, uh, a marital fallout, I guess you could say. And I got to talk about it. Things my daddy should have taught me or told me. I'm sorry. Things my daddy should have told me. Oh. Uh, just finished watching that. And uh, in that movie, you played Dennis and um, Dennis is a man that the movie starts off with uh, Dennis and his wife splitting up. Um, the main character who is played by Rashida Randall is a little girl. Um, and a lot of things unravel as a result of all the things that caused this split. Now um, in, in a day and age where um, there's such division not just in the world, but almost in the very fabric of marriage itself. Um, what would you say is the key to a happy marriage? Key to a happy marriage. Well, let me just tell you this, and I will put it out there. Okay. I, I myself been married thirty three years, and my pastor had given given me and Lisa two things uh, in order to keep our marriage strong. And I would say this and I say it to anybody today. Okay. Keep God first and always be friends. Simple. Simple as that. When you keep God first, that that's that that covers everything. That right. covers uh, forgiveness that covers having a good time. That's that, that covers being prayerful. That's covering that covers entrusting in him for everything and always be friends. That's communication. That's communication right there. I mean, you got to learn to talk. You got to learn to listen to each other and always be friends. Don't go to bed mad, you know, but you know, forgive and always be friends. Just have a good time. Just joke, laugh, have a good time. So that's helps in a marriage. Now, for things Daddy should have told me, uh, give a shout out to Rashida Randall, who directed that and wrote that phenomenal movie. You can catch it on Amazon Prime as well. Uh, yes, the role of Dennis, uh, I had some complications in my role, playing the role of me as the role of Dennis. He was one that was unfaithful and his wife knew about it. And not to give the whole story away, but his daughter was affected tremendously. And uh, at the beginning of the movie, you see that, you know, I had left. She kicked me out because she found out I was with another woman. So I went to live with her. And it affected uh, the, you know, my, little, my daughter. Uh, and then 20 years later, uh, I had to reveal something to her that was as stupid for so long. And in that, uh, uh, I, I, I got sick and I, I said, this is something I had on my chest I had to reveal. So today, nowadays, it's, it's tough 
for children today to suffer in divorce, to suffer in separation. Uh, they need both parents. And I know it's hard. And sometimes it's better for parents to split, but we got to look on the effects of the children. So that's what things daddy shouldn't told, should have told me. Well, this is this some there was a secret that I should have revealed to her, but it was revealed 20 years later. And and this thing, this is about communication again. We need to communicate with not just with our spouse, not just with our significant other, but with our children. Absolutely, absolutely. Now. Speaking of things my daddy should have told me, I would be remiss if I even thought about mentioning that movie without saying, rest in eternal peace to Chelsea Ray Stanberry. Yeah. Absolutely have to give her her props. We lost her a couple of years back. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's a reminder to everybody. And it's something I tell a lot of folks, you know, um, Love the people God gave you because one day he's going to want them back. That's Absolutely. True. Absolutely. Chelsea Ray, she played my wife mm -hmm. in the movie. And uh, we, we, matter of fact, uh, while we're on her, uh, rest in peace, Chelsea. <clears throat> uh, she, I met her on a Bobby People's production, Bobby and Renee People's production. I'm sorry. It was, yeah, it was uh, Al G's. I'm sorry, Al G's. Okay. Um, uh, Al G directed a movie. Um, it was it was it was phenomenal, and Chelsea Ray played my wife, and, and ironically, she passed in the movie, and you know, and, and, and matter of fact, it won my first award, my first award called the Author. And you can catch that on YouTube too. But uh, shout out to you, Algie, for that. But Chelsea Ray, she was just phenomenal. That was my first time working with her, meeting her that day on set. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Her and yeah. her daughter. Right. And they they built they both was in the movie with me and and we think about them in our hearts today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely keep them in our hearts and in our spirits. Um Rashida Randall, who was also in Things Daddy Should have Taught Me, um, is the CEO and the founder of the Circle City Film Festival. Yes. And I think she actually gives away a scholarship, an acting scholarship in memory of Chelsea Ray. So Chelsea, um her her impact is continuing to be felt in the uh in the Atlanta acting community and um Chelsea is you know from all of us and I'm sure I speak for everybody it was it was a pleasure to you know to, it's a blessing to have known you yeah. and that's just real talk absolutely absolutely yeah absolutely um now um you introduced me to a wonderful book and I can't talk about anything without talking about this book the Chubbuck technique which is spelled out in the purest form possible in a book called The Power of the Actor by Ivana Chubbuck. Out of all those chapters, what would you say would probably be the lesson in that book that you would apply the most in all of your acting travels? Mm, well, uh, I just happened to have the book in front of me. <laughs> the Power of the Actor. <laughs> Um, I have to say, this book was recommended to me from another actor by the name of J.B. Wanza. Shout out to mm. you, J.B. And let me tell you something that this book here I call is the actor's Bible. I mean, you've, right. got, you've got to read this. Uh, this has a lot of techniques, a lot of methods by Ivana Chubbuck. 
and it's, it, you can learn a lot from it. One of the one of the chapters I was very very interested in is when they talked about substitution. And as a matter of fact, I taught that in a workshop. I used that uh, that uh, ingredient from this book. And substitution is a tool that an actor can use uh, to help with your character. You can use a past experience. You can use a very emotional experience, but it helped me out. You was talking about uh, one character by the name that I used in, in Fatal Attraction, um, uh, The Last Assignment. Right. You know, and, and, you know, and I had to go back. I had to really get into Omar Steele, find out about him. And I use some kind of methods from reading this book. So I, I challenge anybody, if you do not have this book, to use it. Substitution was is, is one of the ingredients in here because there's so much in here. And I know it helped you out, too, as well. Oh, it helped me out plenty. It helped me out plenty. And, it, and it's still helping me out. I mean, I still refer to it to this day. It's not just the thing where, you know, I just went through the book or whatever. But there, from time to time when I'm, I need a, I, I land a role and I'm trying to figure out, you know, how to apply myself, like you said, putting yourself into the character to bring more life to the character. I refer to that book a lot. I definitely mm -hmm. do. That's something I definitely do. Yep. Yes, yep. Now we, we can't talk about books without talking about in the morning. Got to talk about in the morning. Oh, man, I'll tell you this, being not just an actor, but uh, now I could perhaps something else on my resume is being an author. Right. That, thanks and shout out to C. Nathaniel Brown, Chuck, uh, who brought up the idea of, of, co of compiling uh, 13 authors to write this book in the morning, mm -hmm. which, you know, 2020 has been, <laughs> it's been a rough year. Yeah. And a lot of people are suffering a lot mentally, spiritually. Physically, you know, with the coronavirus and things, you know, so they need something uplifting to read. And yeah. in the morning, this book here, Chuck had came up with the idea of compiling, like I said, 13 authors, which I'm one of them, and to share your story or to share something to enlighten people. And this one here, you will find me uh, and my story. You'll find, I'm not going to go and reveal it, but I hope you will get the book and you'll see some, a true story that happened to me back uh, in 2002. And I think it would uplift and show you how God's plan and God's power is eminent to this day. And it could be in your life, in a, in a, in a world where we've got so much going on, so much hope, so much sickness, uh, tragedies going on. We need God and God is still real. He is still real. And I'm just revealing something through this book, what he did for me and he can do for you. So in the morning, because it's coming from a scripture, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Absolutely. Is, now, is, is, is that book available on Amazon? Amazon as well, yes. Awesome, awesome. And let me just tell you this too. It's not just me, but the other. if you read the other stories in here, oh my goodness, you would definitely be inspired. So shout out to all of the authors that uh, contributed to this. Awesome. Awesome. Um, that is in the morning by, um, expected in entertainment. Uh, CEO is C. Nathaniel Brown in the morning. I too have contributed to a project, the American nightmare, black men on being black in America, which is also available on Amazon and, 
uh yeah you can pick that one up as well now um uh we we we've done quite a few things uh we worked on three the movie that's actually on amazon we've done quite a few things with that uh three 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 was pretty cool man yeah three was quite an experience man it it was it was a it was a a really awesome take on some really cool stuff and and uh you know a twist on a game i personally never heard of but it's cool man I, i i would recommend anybody else to check that out any and everybody now um we gotta talk about your role on greenleaf now you worked on Greenleaf. This show was amazing. It's, it, I mean, the show just recently came to a close. Uh, yeah. After was it five seasons? Five seasons. I've been on it five years. Featured yeah. five. Years. Yeah, that's right. Five five seasons. Now, um, you and I have had a conversation. We talked about the events of the next to last episode in which Bishop. Uh, James Greenleaf passes away. Um, Talk, if you will, about the mood of everyone there during the filming of that episode. Okay. Well, first of all, let me just tell you, I was the featured butler in there. um, And so in the mansion scene, you'll see me in there on most of the episodes. And uh, let me just tell you that, first of all, being part of that cast and seeing and working with everybody, we all became family. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were background and everything, you and, 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 the, and the, the stand-ins and everyone, we all, the production crew, we all became family. This particular one, uh, remember we had filmed this last June of 2019. And it, it was two days of, of filming for coming to this uh, the the part where he had passed away, and it was it was kind of strange because all I mean James James Greenleaf he was the pillar of Greenleaf, and of course beside him, beside him was his wife Lady May, played by Lynn Whitfield, and. Uh, it was just, it was just phenomenal, and it, we all had us like a sense of sadness, even though we know it was just a show. Right. But, uh, and to see, there was one scene where uh, we were in the mansion at the dining room table, and his chair was empty, and I was standing there, and I just finished serving them, and I was standing there on the side. I was off camera, but it was just amazing how the dialogue went on, and we talked about him, and. And everybody was moved because uh, you know he was he was just he was a great inspiration to the the series itself. So, absolutely, those um the the, the final season when we heard when I heard that there was going to be like the season was going to wrap up, I was like, wow, you know, it, it kind of shocked me, but at the same time, I could kind of understand it because you don't want to water a series down too much because mm-hmm. it was a series that explored, you know, something that had really never been touched on before. And that's, I guess maybe a black mega church, but not just that, but all the other things that happened along with it. And those last few episodes, probably like the last, the second half of the final season 
was an emotional roller coaster, unlike anything I've ever seen on television. Yeah, man. It was crazy. That was amazing. Now, your to, to speak to your your commitment as an actor. During the filming, you actually filmed on your birthday. <laughs> and not only did you film on your birthday, as you know, Greenleaf is on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. um, the people on set knew that it was Troy's birthday. And so, of course, everybody who's on, on, on film and on set and things like that, you know, we take pictures if if it's allowed if the social media policy allows and if we are able to you know not not disregard it or disrespect it or anything so troy like any other actor took plenty of pictures but i can't talk about any picture without talking about the one picture that anybody who's an actor or anybody in america well most people in america that i know would have died to have taken and that is your picture with you standing next to Oprah Winfrey on your birthday. Tell me how that happened, bro. I got to hear this. Oh, wow. Well, let me let me tell you this. Uh, that, I should say, was the most memorable, memorable uh, event that happened to me. And oh, my God, as long as I, I, can, I can think of. First of all, Oprah Winfrey, when I'm, I, I actually met her day one, the first day of filming in the mansion, okay, and it was it was I, I wasn't all starstruck or anything like that. I said, "Wow, I'm working with the executive producer and also an actress, uh, you know, and I mean a millionaire." <laughs> right. But uh, I, I I gotta mention this. I remember during the lunch time, the lunch break that we had our first day, me and the uh, the other ladies that work as the wait staff, we were sitting together. Oprah was sitting not too far from us with the crew. She got up and as she was approaching us, uh, I opened my mouth and said, Oprah, thank you so much for having us as part of the, the cast, part of the, the production. And she said, no, thank you. I appreciate you. And she came to me and she came and started rubbing my back. And she says, and you have the best seat in the house because you see and hear everything that's going on in the Greenleaf family. That was my first conversation with her. And I'm like, and everybody like, see around like, wow. Okay, here we go. The next year, all right, the next year, day one, the first day of, set, of, of, of the, the next season in the mansion happened to be on my 55th birthday, all right? Um, a lot of things happened that day. Uh, I was standing at the door in this particular scene. I was standing at the door, you know, uh, to let her in. In the scene that she had with uh, with uh, Lady May, she came to confront her. Well, that day it was the day of the election day, and everyone was tired. She was tired. The reason why I said that because she mentioned that to me. She said, "I'm so tired, Troy. I'm so tired." I was up all night watching the elections and all. So anyway, when she was doing her scene, she kind of had a little problem with her with her lines. Everything's going to have a problem with the line. So she sat down, and I'm sitting on the steps right there by her, and I'm just letting her have a space, and I'm sitting there. And she says, Troy, call me by my name. She said, can you do me a favor? Can you read lines with me? Huh? <laughs> so she's sitting in a chair, so I took the 
sides. She gave me the sides. And I was reading Lynn Whitfield's part and you know, <laughs> reading it with, with emotion and everything. And she was reading her part and reading part. We're going back and forth. The whole, the whole crew was looking at us now. Okay. And then she snatched it away from my hand. She said, okay, I got it. She went, <laughs> did her scene again, and bam, knocked it out the park, man. Cut. It was great. I sat there and helped her read her lines, man. Yeah, man. I read a lot. So later on, later mm. on, uh, one of the cast members, uh, Desiree Ross, who plays Sophia, right? She, she says, oh, Mr. Troy, oh, yeah, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. She went back and told everybody in the dining room, <laughs> and she came and told me to come on inside, and everybody from the director, everybody saying happy birthday to me. Wow. Wow, that is awesome, bro. And then Oprah herself, she I didn't ask for a picture. She came and asked me to take a picture with her. Oh man. And, uh, <laughs> uh the wardrobe designer, not the wardrobe designer, but one of the uh uh the people from wardrobe, she came and took the picture with me. But that there, that whole day from helping her read her lines yeah. to to sing a happy birthday and taking a picture, that was the most incredible day I'll always remember. So I tell you, here it is, a 15-year-old boy from Hollis, Queens, man. Okay. Right. I, you know, I just had, I just wanted to be an actor. I wanted to help somebody else, man. And here I am one, on one of the most phenomenal series on OWN, you know, and being among incredible actors. Dang, man, that's, that's incredible for me. That's how come you have to what? Dream big. Absolutely. Don't let nothing stop you. Don't let the ceiling stop you. Don't That's let right. Don't stop you, Anthony Velvet Hall. Oh, I already know that because trust me, I, I learned a long time ago the sky ain't the limit as long as there's footprints on the moon. You can believe that. Come on so, now. <laughs> you already know, man. Trust me. Yeah, I, I, I find motivation in a little bit of everything, man. But, you know, I just, you know, I, I, I'm a person who, in recent years has just really learned about myself. Um, I'm not a, I'm not overly Christian, but I believe in the power of God, but more importantly, I believe in the God in me. So yeah. knowing what he's capable of and knowing that he's blessed me to do all the things that I'm capable of, I would be doing him a huge disservice if I didn't take everything he put in me and not put it to use, not right. only to just make my dreams come true, but, you know, maybe I can do for others what you've done for me. I can inspire others. I can introduce people to other things. You know, that's how we complete the chain. That's how we complete the circle. Right, right. That's right, definitely right. how we do it. Absolutely, man. Definitely got to do it like that. Listen to everybody else. I mean, we're in this together. Right. Um, uh, I mean, it's not easy all the time. I mean, you... We don't feel good all the time. We need to. We need motivation. I need motivation from you. I need motivation from somebody else. But at the same time, I need to help somebody else. Right. With your blessings come in, man. If you see somebody that's struggling and and, and they need some little help, give him or her your hand, man. Give right. Some Direct her, him or her to that person that may be able to help them even more. Yeah, come absolutely. I, I know what you mean. I've I've had people around this area they just asked me well why don't you why don't you uh you know we, we come to you and ask you about acting and all that stuff and uh i spoke just out of speaking at having gone to the peach tree last year um hey. i had the i had the immense pleasure of sitting 
in Michael Wright's um, masterclass, Michael Wright from the five heartbeats. And he sat and taught us some things. And I said, you know what? I can see myself doing this, you know, years from now. And, and strangely enough, the people that come to me and ask me like, well, why don't you have one? You know, and that's something that I'm thinking about. And it's, it's not an ego stroke or nothing like that. It's just the opportunity for me to take what I've learned to help other people out. So I, I totally understand what you're saying, man, because like I said, you've been a huge help to me, man. There's not anything I can't talk to you about or, you know, pick your brain as far as acting or just about life in general. You know, yeah. um, now I, I definitely would like for all of us to get together and have a great bowling night like we had uh, years ago. It, it, was, it was quite a few of us, man, like six of us, six deep in a bowling alley, just, just tearing it up, just, just bowling and just killing it. That was oh, a fun night, man. Oh yeah, I, I love it when uh, yeah when we get together, Chuck Brown again. You know he he uh, initiated that 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 plan, man. We get, got together and uh, had a boys' night out and uh, just just kick it, just have fun, man. And then uh, you wasn't able to come, but we went to Top Golf uh, right. next year, man. And we just mm-hmm. kicked off again, man. But it was it was fun, and it's it's, it's nice to you know to come together like that, man, and, and, and you know and just have. You know, just just celebrate each other. That's what we do. Absolutely, each other's work and and just having a good time and you know, eating, bowling, drinking, whatever, man. Just just having a good time. Yeah, just fellowship, man. Just just having a, a great time, an absolutely awesome time. Now, um, it, it man, that, that's just so much fun to do. Now, um, your your most recent project. I don't know if it's your most recent project because you've done a lot of things. But in 2019, ladies and gentlemen. Troy Bland's been a lot of places. He's been a lot of places before 2019, but in 2019, Troy Bland went international. That's right. He went across the border and filmed an awesome film called The Music Box. Oh, yes, indeed. So Troy and and I'll um the the trailer is on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, um, when I post this, I'll definitely put it in the comment section so you can check it out. But uh, Troy. Talk to us about the music box, the plot behind it. Wow. Um, when you said I went international, well, I actually filmed this short film called The Music Box in Montreal, Canada. And thanks to Vladimir Pelagini, I met this, uh, this director on Facebook. And he told me one day, he says, Troy, it's been a couple of years we've known each other, but he says, Troy, when I have a project that is ready, uh, I'm definitely going to cast you in it. Well, he contacted me and he sent me the script. It was a short film script, but I loved it. And it deals with reality. It was a, it's, a, it, it's a role that was very interesting. It deals with human trafficking and the reality of it. And uh, here I am as a father that was affected by his daughter that was a victim of it. And here I am, uh, a very distraught father that loves his daughter, met her at the bus stop every day, jogging, met her there. And then this t- at a certain time of day, I met her there. And this time she was not there. And the emotional roller coaster I went through and, I, and, and things just still didn't make sense. It was her, the, the crime wasn't solved. So I was trying to find out what happened and trying to retract everything that happened that day. And I took it out by, by reason of jogging, trying to think. 
because that's what I did. After work, I jogged, I ran, and I was trying to find out what happened. And there was only one clue to to this thing, to my to 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 this thing that I was trying to find out. And that was a gift I gave her, and it was a music box. And I'm not going to tell the whole story. But it's a short story, and it deals with reality, and 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 this and this happens today. Uh, children is missing. And we 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 want to just uh, just focus and and send a message out to please please be careful. Human trafficking, sex trafficking, organ trafficking, all of that is real, real. And uh, I was now this character here was was pretty deep. Uh, I really had to take it there emotionally, and even though I didn't, I, sometimes I didn't even say much. See, it's not all about the, the 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 script, the lines, and everything like that. But it's how you react. Your eyes. You'll see a lot of my a lot, of, a lot of the camera time focused on my eyes too, and and that's what he wanted. And he was uh, Vladimir was a very professional guy. I mean, oh my God, the crew. And let me just tell you, ninety nine percent they were speaking French. Okay. <laughs> They speak English, but they were speaking French. So I'm like, what they say? Right. Going over the, the the production, but it's a short film, and as a matter of fact, it's not released to the public yet because it's still in Vladimir's hands to to submit to uh, different film festivals. It's been to one already, and he's uh, I, I can't wait to see the final uh, final product of it. But it's good. It's called the Music Box. You can find it on YouTube, which you would I know you will share later on. But absolutely. Phenomenal, phenomenal. That's one of the best works I've, I think I've, I've done on there. And it, it, it commanded and demanded a lot from me because <laughs> mm -hmm. he wasn't playing, even running. I think you were like that part, man. I was just gone. I was just running. And we filmed one part in the Canadian, the Canadian forest, which was two and a half miles, out, two and a half hours from Montreal. And that you'll wow. see that part too. The, uh, the the droid shots and everything like that, and it was it was awesome. Awesome drone. man, awesome, awesome. Drone. Yeah, the droid, <laughs> the droid, droid, <laughs> droid. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, um, Troy, what what's next for you, brother? What's next for you? Um. Okay. Well, twenty twenty has been it's been a challenge, man. I. I haven't done much this year due to COVID. Uh, and, and shout out to those that are doing things that that, that is doing some things, you know, that that are open to filming and all, you know, safely and all. But 2021, man, I got plans. <laughs> yeah, I got plans. Uh, there is one particular production that I, I'm getting ready for. I won't disclose it all, but this is something I want to do out the box, a character that's out the box. That's something I've never done before. And I'm just gonna share this with you. And it's a character that's dealing with a split personality. Oh, wow. Multiple close personalities that's having, that's definitely have mental issues. So I spoke to somebody about that and a couple of other writers and they are, they are getting together and they writing a script with me and it's a short film, there may be a feature, but it's going to be pretty interesting. And mm -hmm. I still, you know, I know I play the role of the father, the pastor, the loving husband, and 
uh, uh, you know, but I want to do something different. I want I want to do a role that folks would say, "Man, Troy Bland, that's that's different." So yeah. I know it's challenging for me. This is something I really need to do my homework on. Which reminds me, um, there was one uh, a play I did several years back, and it dealt with PTSD, and I was the main character with that. And I did that in Augusta a couple of years back in, and Nash. It was called Beyond Beyond Reasonable Insanity. Right. Yeah. And I had to really, really go in with that character. I had to do my homework regarding PTSD. So with that, hearing with somebody with uh with mental illness, multiple personalities, definitely got to put the work in. Definitely got to do that. So that's my goal. That's one of my projects for 2021, uh, but I'll keep you informed of other things that's coming up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Troy, it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. We'll definitely catch up, you know, offline as we always do. Yeah. Definitely chat, definitely talk and everything. Um, Man, I, I hope you've had a great Thanksgiving. I hope your family has. I'm wishing you guys a very happy and safe holiday. And I already know that 2021 is definitely going to be a year that Troy Bland makes yeah. a, makes another mark, makes another imprint on the acting world. Can't wait to see what you're doing. All right. So much. I appreciate that. And another thing I just want to add to uh, take classes. I want to just, just, just to make a, make a, make a note to actors out there, take continuing and continuing education classes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and do that. Take workshops, uh, nowadays, you know, you get it online, do it. Uh, I, I've done one already and I'm going to do another one. So just to keep yourself motivated, keep yourself all, you know, ready for the next step because you've got to do it because you never know what's going to happen. You never know who may call you and you've got to be not getting ready, but you've got to be ready. That's so take, right. Taking classes. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. That's yeah. how it is, man. Absolutely. Troy, it's been fun talking to you, man. I will definitely speak to you much later thank you so much for jumping on here and being my guest on this week's edition of thespian works man it's always a pleasure to talk to you brother you already know how we are man appreciate you man appreciate nothing you. but love bro nothing but love absolutely everybody uh thank you so much for joining me here on thespian works once again thanks to troy thanks to troy i went the wrong way with it thanks to troy. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks to Troy, everybody. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about. I, I've enjoyed this episode of yeah. that being works absolutely. Um, and once again, thank you guys. Please be sure to join us. Uh, check us out on Twitter at that's being works. We also have the that's being works fan page on Facebook, and you can also follow me on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram at Velvet Four Seven Eight. But for right now, I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my night. Right. Lovely things right here. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody take care of yourselves. All right. And remember three things. All right. Life is short. Death is certain. And be sure to love the people God gave you because one day he going to want them back. All right. Everybody wow. take care. Take care. God bless. Thank you, man. Hey, no problem, brother. Enjoy. <laughs>